Hey there, it's Kim Doyle, and welcome to my show, where digital marketing meets real stories, experiences, and strategies. You'll get a behind-the-scenes look at what's working and not working in my business, as well as other experts who show up and share their stories. As much as I love talking about tangible marketing principles and tactics, we'll dig a little deeper with mindset and explore what's required to create a business you love on your terms that also supports your life. I want to help you understand the why behind the how. Whether you're a seasoned marketer or just dipping your toes in, remember, marketing is a journey and the goal is to enjoy it. My desire is to guide you on your journey and remind you that no matter what life throws at you, you've got this. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Kim Doyle Show. Guys, confession, this is take two of this episode and bonus I don't know if bonus is the right word, but here's here's the, the good thing for me was that this take two is not occurring because I botched anything. So I did this earlier in the week and I uh, was happily recording and then realized, you know, I write the show notes out first and I realized that I had had the preview of the post up in another tab and I thought, okay, we're good to go. And then when I went to look at it, it was an incomplete version of the post. So I was like, uh oh, and then I went back to refresh it. And I got a uh, five, is it 502, 522 error message, I forget, but it was a network issue with my host. So got things sorted, thought I could kind of regroup, got halfway through it, picked up again, I'm like, I don't want to edit this. And guess what? I'm doing it again. And honestly, my energy is a little bit better. So I'll take that and run with it. And uh yeah, I'm excited about today's episode, as I always am, which is because I love podcasting and I love sharing these things with you. But I feel like I've got a ton of updates too. Um, but before we jump into the updates and the episode, today's episode is 128. It is from avoidance to clarity and cash flow. Easy for me to say, <laughs> apparently not. All right, so let, let's do a quick little recap. Um, yeah, guys, I sent out an email. Or was it my newsletter? I don't know. I'll tell you about this email series I've been doing, which has lit a huge fire in me, and I'm super excited. But um, yeah, we are, I'm recording this uh, past the midway mark in January of 2024, and this is that time of year when, if you had that momentum and inspiration, people can kind of tend to dip. I actually have seen a lot of people who just had a hard time getting into the new year a little bit in terms of their energy and and um, feeling inspired and ready to get back to work. And maybe that's because the bulk of people in my life are, you know, other than my my kids, but, you know, my age or older. <laughs> but I'm feeling that in the entrepreneurial space too, that because the world and life has just been a lot, that it's like, I just want, people want more of a break. You know, one of my dear friends said something and I need to ask her what her exact quote was about being a a couch sloth or something. And she was like, God, I could just hibernate and hang out. And when you think about nature, that's what nature does at this time of year. And in a, in a, was it a newsletter? Maybe I shared, but that the, the actual calendar year used to be in line with nature and that the beginning of the year started when spring kicked in and things were refreshing and, and new. And I believe it all pivoted when we started um, getting into more of a traditional working type of a week. And how's that for research-based facts for you? I have no data in front of me to support it, but there is plenty you can look it up. Um, 
So yeah, it's the clarity comes and I find for me, man, when I need clarity, I often don't know that I need it until I'm forced to find it, if that makes sense. So let's go ahead and jump into the show. And yeah, there's just, there's a lot going on. So this was inspired because I, I kind of hit this wall and it was almost like my hand was forced to get the clarity and what, what the, um, trigger the kick for me was because I found myself avoiding things. And for me, priority is getting things back up and running in the cash flow that I want. Um, you know, needs are met, but the cash flow that I want last year was really a, I would say a, a year of deep reflection and inner work and healing, having moved back. And here I go going the other direction again. Um, more on that in another episode, if you missed it, uh, it looks like I'm going to be moving back to Costa Rica. But I really spent a lot of last year trying to remove things from my business, or so I thought. On one hand, I created some incredibly solid habits that have stuck, but I feel like I still haven't moved the needle on the things that will have the biggest impact on my business, at least as not as much as I had hoped, right? And honestly, who's to say what's enough? God, I I shared something on Facebook recently. uh, You know what? Hold on. I'm going to share this because this is super, it was an image. So I'm going to read it to you guys. And I just, I think this is so profound. And it is, here we go. I don't know who said it. I just found it and reshared it. Um, it's, there's no attribution to who said this or wrote it, I should say. You're not behind in life. There's no timetable that we all must follow. It's made up. Seven billion people can't do everything in the same order. What's early? What's late? Compared to who? Don't beat yourself up for where you are. It is your schedule and everything is right on time. And I think there's a level of responsibility that comes with with adopting that because it is kind of ridiculous. It's like, I've always thought that way. I think this might be a little off, a lot of off script today. But you know, I, when you look at children in school, and, and obviously my only point of reference is the US, but that we we push kids into this learning structure across the board. Every child is supposed to learn exactly the same way, and that's how they're supposed to do things. But yet, then when I got into training in corporate America for a huge national retailer, I was a training manager, and it was, we were taught, <laughs> and this is so nuts to me, we were taught when we were working with new trainees and in, in, at a management level, that everyone has different learning styles, and can we adapt our training to their learning modalities? Well, duh, right? I thought that was so enlightening. And I'm like, why don't we give kids that same benefit, right? So no wonder we're raised to say we have to fit into this mode, this modality, this is how things are done. It's nothing is supported. Otherwise, I can tell you, I could see if I had had the patience to homeschool my kids, it could have been hugely valuable. Patience, actually. And, you know, my husband passed, so it wasn't really an option. But it was, you know, to have that freedom to learn based on your own learning style and to grow and create at a pace that works for you. God, that is a message that is sorely missing in the entrepreneurial space, but I think it's pivoting. Okay. So let's let's come back to some of these habits, right? And could I have done more? Sure. We we can always do more, but at what cost, right? There's always a payoff. When you look at things that you're doing, you want to think about the payoff. This is I was thinking of starting a new hashtag, hashtag things my therapist says or has said. 
it's probably out there somewhere. But um, now I lost my train of thought, but but the doing of more. At what point do you trust your own process? You know, at what point do you say, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, just like that that thing I read, right? We can always do more. Um, but there's also an element, <coughs> excuse me, there's also an element of when you're doing things and you feel like you're not on pace, you're not getting enough done, and you're, that's not happening quickly. I saw a TikTok um, from a, sci- was she a psychiatrist, psychologist, PhD, I don't remember which one, I apologize, but um, talking about, she she had a video of her on a Sunday and it was her couch and she was in sweats and coffee and laptop and dog and cozy blanket. And she said, this is me every Sunday. She said, what you don't realize is that your brain is actually working. Our mind, our bodies, our souls, there's stuff happening that we can't see just because we're not producing. There's not a, a definitive output doesn't mean that there isn't quote unquote, work being done or healing or rejuvenating or refueling, right? But just because we can't see it. But stop to think every time you step back or take a rest, it's like you're rejuvenated to get back at it, right? <clears throat> I don't know about this coffee number two, you guys, I think is maybe a, a, a full water episode because dry California, I even have the, the humidifier going. All right. Anyways. So, uh, you know, like I said, last year was a lot being back in California, my dad's health challenges and more time with family and friends, which was great. But when everything that I do to see family and friends is a two hour drive each way, you know, it throws your schedule for a loop. And my own recovery from back surgery just really made for a long year. So even though my goal was to simplify and remove things, I can't say that I was super successful. You know, I have accepted the fact that part of who I am is about exploring new ideas. That is is fuel for me also. It's why I'm constantly listening and reading. And I love the learning side of digital marketing. But there is a a certain level of discipline required to say, I I treat that like playtime. Doesn't mean I'm going to pivot my business. Doesn't mean I'm going to take that strategy and apply it. And I've gotten much better at filtering. Yeah, that looks cool, but I don't need that right now. Or interesting strategy. I'll bookmark that for later. Um, the two things outside of life in general that really threw me off my path last year were AI and then hosting the retreat in Costa Rica, neither of which I regret. Both were totally worth it, but both brought up deeper questions and a certain amount of evaluating what I want my business to look like also. Um, but I don't want to go sideways into that. And when I was talking about AI, it was just because, you know, I started an AI newsletter and I think I'm just going to put it into a free ebook. It's called the AI Marketing Chronicles. And each week, I implemented a marketing strategy that I was implementing in my business and I did the whole thing. And then I shared the chat chat GPT link. um, And I did a a workshop called conversations with chat GPT because I still think where people struggle with AI is that they're not coming from a conversational standpoint. They're just putting in directions and not that you can't, but, but there is a, a, um, there's a finessing that needs to happen, I should say. So whatever. But um, again, I don't want to go too sideways. So this episode is how I realized that I was more frustrated than I thought and didn't really realize the clarity that I needed. And then how I actually found the much needed clarity, right? And and all of this is leading to cash flow. So let, let's talk about avoidance at its finest, because that's really what I found myself doing. 
You know, so unless I'm out of town or I have other plans, I usually do a little work every Sunday just to get ahead of my week. I look at my calendar, I plan my week out, and I try to get ahead of things if I'm in the mood. And you guys, I want to reiterate this. Um, if you're one of those people that feels like I do, like I don't really, I have a sauna for some outsourcers that I work with. Excuse me. And um, I've gone into Notion and stuff. Most of those are just, they pull me away. It's It's not what works best for me. So when I plan my week, I have my journal. Every day I do, you know, which I'll talk about again, I do my journaling every day. Very simple. And then at the beginning of the week, I literally write out Monday through Friday, what are my calls? What are my objectives? What are the things that I have to do every week that are consistent? That type of stuff. There is for me that element and science backs us up about writing it down. And of course I use cute colors, right? And Or sometimes I doodle. Like right now I've got like snowflakes and, you know, because it's cold. Anyway, um, so this past Sunday started out like every other Sunday that I chose to work. But after my first cup of coffee, I just found myself unable to get into any sort of rhythm. I found myself going from thing to thing and then from one idea to the next. Then I had this brilliant idea. I know I should create a plan. And I know you know what kind of plan I'm talking about. One of those big picture plans that looks pretty right? Because you've done it inside of some sort of software or mind map and it looks like, ooh, busy, busy, right? Um, And it presents itself as this ultimate organization, kind of thinking beautiful mind, right? That was in reference to the movie with Russell Crowe. And it represents all these fabulous things about your business and ideas and plans and, and structure and all of that. So it looks great, but in reality, it's a huge distraction. It is the epitome of activity disguising itself as productivity. And so even though I wasn't sure what to do next, there there just was no fooling me this time. I knew that would be a waste of time. I'm like, I, I where is that going to get me? Is that going to get me clear? Not necessarily. And so I, I just, I was feeling that like, yeah, like, what do I do? And I wasn't in a bad mood by any means. So what did I do is I stepped away from everything for a while. I have been, (coughs) you guys, I'm really sorry. What I've been doing though, um, I've shared my obsession with that game Rumi Cube and which the most fun is playing with people you know, it's tiles and whatnot, but the, there's also uh, an iPad game and I play, you can play against other people in real time. I like playing just in practice mode with one, with like the computer or one person and I just play it when I watch TV and I went back and was watching um, Rizzoli and Isles, old TV show, you guys in the US, watched the whole series years ago um, on streaming is when I watched it. But I love those two women. I just, they're funny and it's like, I can have it on and not pay attention. Anyway, so I checked out. I literally was like, you know what? It's Sunday. I'm, you know, my bed looked cozy. I climbed on my bed, turned TV on and was just playing Rumi Cube for a while. And then it hit me. I don't need to make a plan to accomplish everything. I need to do a brain dump, pick my top three priorities, and then start working on a list of things I could put aside or eliminate for a while. So if you go to the blog post, you'll see, I and I did this with pen and paper <clears throat> because I knew it was going to have a different impact. It was like, I wanted that, you know, uh, what do they call it? Like free writing. I wanted that sort of stream of consciousness where I'm not paying attention to typos or formatting on a doc or, or spreadsheet or any of that stuff. And I'm like, just friggin' write. So I did. I got out a pad of paper 
and I wrote everything out. So here's the categories. This is what I want to talk to you about. And then I'll share the priorities and what falls under each of these. Okay, so the categories on the brain dump are my website, content, high level, paid traffic, courses, coaching, community, and then the priorities. Because I knew as soon as this was done, I knew I would know what my three priorities are. Hopefully it's not going to be too boring. And I want to share what I scribbled under these, right, under each of those categories. And I'm going to share the why. So if you go to the post, like these are our bullet points. I'm going to go a little bit deeper with each. So the first thing is my website. I'm almost done with a new theme. I'm using Cadence. It's just, oh my God, you guys, I absolutely love Cadence. And I'm recording this on Friday the 19th. And today they're they're announcing they did a live on YouTube. Um, and I should link to that uh, with AI. It, it, this thing is amazing, guys. Their AI, you can actually go in, you put in all your brand colors and whatnot and info about your website, and then you generate, and I'm really simplifying this, but you generate, and it generates tons of pages of your website, pulling photos and what to incorporate, your colors, everything. And it's like, oh my God. And then of course, there's AI writing in there as well. Anyways, I've been working on this for way too long and it keeps getting put on the back burner and I'm tired of that. I need I need to pull the trigger. I want the new site up. I had some photos done in Costa Rica that I want to put on in October. Still want to do more of a professional headshot, headshot uh, photo session. Anyways, I need to finish the copy. Um, I'm going to add a shop to my page for my courses um, and I am incorporating the create it content planner. I'm just going to sell it off my website. I don't need a full website for that. And that's a whole other episode on that journey and what I'm doing with that planner and the brand and all that kind of stuff. Um, I need to update the coaching and the courses page. I'm going to add new tools and resource p- page. And so like, I've got some tools in there, primarily affiliate links. And and you guys know me that it's all of the tools I use or recommend, excuse me, all of the tools I recommend as an affiliate are tools that I use. You know, affiliate marketing is not my uh, business model, but absolutely do I incorporate it with stuff that I love. Um, And in addition to the new tools and resources page, I decided I'm going to do a recommended people page. And I just sharing great people to follow, subscribe to, to learn from, and I'll break it down by category. Um, And then I need to jump into... uh, uh, search console with Google. And I want to check all the pages that are indexed and, and just start working through updating older content for SEO. Um, and, you know, I've talked a lot about SEO. I don't know what it's going to look like with AI. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. But I do know a bonus for me is that I prefer creating content that inspires me and is hopefully delightful for you guys, whether you're learning something, you're amused, or we're connecting, right? Like on a personal level. And so I think that my personal voice is really going to play to my benefit moving forward with AI and the role it plays. Um, Because I do, you know, I've tested some of these go create based on keywords, and they're crap content. It doesn't sound I mean, I'm not saying that that information isn't valid. It's just boring. It's like reading a textbook. Anyways, so the next one is content. So the first element under my content is the podcast. I really want to get this special series going. So I need to get those scheduled. And and the special series I'm talking about is women and money and and specifically what that looks like for female entrepreneurs. And so I'm going to, once I have the women lined up and scheduled, my goal is to maybe batch this and get them all done in a couple of weeks. 
because then there's going to be some finessing about how this theme plays out and, and looking at and really reviewing after the interview with each person, kind of figuring out where that interview goes in the series, because I think it would be great if they all built on top of each other. And that's going to come back to tangible money stuff, you know, education in terms of, you know, finance and investing and that type of stuff. But I really want to focus this and tweak it towards, like I said, um, women in business. And then there is a mindset and they go hand in hand, you guys. I all of doing this sort of money reinvention for myself and finding all these incredible women who have platforms and are talking about it. I love that they like Tori Dunlap always says, you know, personal finance is personal. And this old dated advice from finance people that have, I don't even want to go sideways with it. But anyways, I'll, I'll rant during those episodes. Um, and there are core fundamentals that are always going to matter, but I really want this to work. Anyway, so not work. It's going to work. I'm not worried about that. But I want to do it in a way that is incredibly valuable and um, integrates a little bit of that into my brand. So podcast. And then the other thing is I need to get a few episodes ahead, you guys. I tend to do these week to week to week, and it's when I'm inspired. And I've got something written. So I think I'm going to look at, can I get four in the can? So I'm always a month ahead is what I need to do. And I used to be able to do that. So I, I can get that done. Uh, the newsletter, I need to update the posts on my website. I've actually had, I have a VA that has been working with me specifically for high level. But if I don't have high level work, I'm like, hey, would you do this? And so like, I've imported all the newsletters from ConvertKit, she formatted those, but I now I need to go back because the, the featured image for each of those um, is a Photoshop file. And so I need to go, I just need to go get some of that stuff done. And um, I actually have the VA is adding the spark as a publication to Medium. Um, and I want to work on my own content flywheel that comes from Justin Welsh's content OS. And I'm going to be adding a content snacks segment where in each newsletter, there's a content snack of a content tip or trick or something very easy to implement um, and, and test and try. Let's see, where am I? Okay, so blog, I'd love to do two posts a month. But I'm okay even doing one because I want these to be more in depth blog posts. Because keep in mind that I'm publishing the podcast as a post every week, the newsletter gets published every week. So adding a more in depth post with a real solid strategy. And if you're not on the newsletter, if you're not on my email list, sign up at kimdoyle.com forward slash the spark, the hyphen or the spark. I think they'll both send you there. Um, Because I did this everything is content email series. And I gave an incredible example, if I do say so myself, of an epic blog posts that I'm working on that's going to become an asset that I will drive traffic to. It 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 was pretty, I'm excited. Um, so definitely um, work on, you know, one to two posts a month. And I think I'm also going to, I wrote, I recently wrote a post on Medium called What Gen X Women Really Want. And if you missed that, just go to Medium, search my name, you'll find me and or the post title, What Gen X Women Really Want. And it was all about ease. And I made a point of, of stating it wasn't, um, I think most women want this. And I know a lot of men want this, right, guys? But but keep in mind, my point of reference is as a Gen X woman. And I refuse to engage in generational wars. I truly believe we've all had our own struggles and challenges. I love learning from women who are older than me. I wish I had really sunk my teeth into that when I was younger, but I'm, I'm super grateful that I have so many amazing women in my life. 
Um, and I feel for younger generations, it's a totally different world. So I don't do generational wars. The whole article was written from my perspective. And just talking about the fact that we want ease in our lives. I don't, you know, it's like, I have this window where while my dad's health is doing great now, you know, like now all of a sudden my siblings and I are the older generation. It's like, ah, it, it, it's just, you start looking at what life has been and it's just this freaking hamster wheel of go, 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 go. And you just, you want ease. So that was what the point was. because, And this comes from so many conversations with women my age or over 40, I should say. And um, I got massive validation. So I'm going to have some more fun writing on Medium. Under, so I've got the publication of The Spark. And then my personal profile, I'm going to write about whatever I want, right? That letter, I'm going to talk about marketing, I'm going to talk about mindset, all that stuff. I'll do that on Medium as well to help grow the audience. Uh, YouTube, I'm going to get the podcast playlist up. I'm sort of revamping YouTube and what that looks like. And I know for me, I just, I have been, I don't want to say avoiding it, but I didn't know what that was going to look like. Now I do, right? So I will repurpose, I'll put the podcast on there. And by the way, there is YouTube. My guess is YouTube podcasts are going to take over where Google podcasts, same company, right? So where they are shutting that down. Um, and so I can pull in the podcast just as an audio feed, but all of a sudden, I don't know if you guys have noticed, there's a lot, I see a lot more YouTube notes being published also, but so the podcast will go over there. Um, I'm going to take the newsletter and if you're again, not subscribed, but I want to share it. So there's segments and the initial part of the newsletter is like a little blog post and it's anywhere from five to 700 words. And so that will be a great video clip. Um, and so I'm going to play with this and, I'm going to play with documenting what is what does YouTube look like and just share the journey. Um, but I, I really do want to get all this video that I've been doing needs to start getting published. So there we go. Uh, social media, my focus is two platforms, but I'm going to schedule time weekly for getting content scheduled, you know, using missing letter, I have campaigns, I have a backlog of campaigns. Um, and then right now is I have been talking a lot about this everything is content. And so I have an ebook that I'm working on. Um, and more on that in a whole other episode. So that's all under the content umbrella of what I'm working on. High level is the next one. So high level, if you guys are not familiar with it, it's taken a ton of business away from ClickFunnels, I believe, but it's a lot more than ClickFunnels. And I moved to high level last year because I wanted something for my courses that I liked. And so high level does funnels, courses, e-commerce, community, calendar, uh, pipelines, like it's got everything in one. And I have all my courses moved over there. Now I had the VA do that. And I now just need to finish writing some follow up sequences. The community feature that I launched with spark collective last fall is still very uh, minimum viable, but I need to make it work because I'm not jumping into another platform. Can you believe I said that? I can't, but I have my calendars on Zcal and I would like to move it to high level, which if you're not familiar with Zcal, check it out. And it's just like it sounds, the letter Z, Cal. Um, it's free. It's it's pretty great. Um, but I just want everything in one place. And then I need to set up the e-commerce for the planner because they just launched stores, I think, in the fall. And all I need to do that, I have one physical product. All I need for that is a connection to ShipStation. little coffee there because I'm like, "Eh, how much time do I have before I should stop drinking caffeine? All right. So courses, when I've written the follow-up. So what I did, you guys, is I went through, so the the VA moved everything over. And then I said, here's what I need you to do. I created a doc and a video for her. 
And I said, for each course, I'm like, title, funnel done, upsell, price, follow-up sequence. And I said, please go through each and tell me where there's holes. And so I have this list of things to do, and I have to do it. Um, But then once the follow-ups are done, I'm starting with hit send. That is a 30-day. And I had done this as a cohort when I was still a year and a half ago, um, two years ago, good Lord, almost two years ago. And, um, but hit send will get you going with email marketing. And it is a 30 day course where you'll get an email and a lesson every day. And it's for five days a week, right? So it's, you know, 20 days, I guess. Um, and then I have licks, 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 licks. How's that? Let's run with that one. No list explosion, uh, conversations with chat GPT, and then everything is content. And um, so that actually I am launching as a workshop, a live workshop. And that will be probably first week in February when we have the live workshop. So I'll be selling that probably in the next week or so. And this is gonna be like a $47 workshop to get it going, guys. So this is I cannot begin to tell you I've, I've created custom GPTs for this. Like it is I am so excited about this. All right, next is the coaching. I need to update the coaching page, the copy and the layout. The Spark Collective is a community I launched for women in the fall. And it has been a cluster on all on me just then, you know, going to Costa Rica, which it it was just a a bit of a mess. I've done a ton of one on one with women in the group. And here's the cool thing is I think it's going to look different than what I originally thought. And so this is where I love doing like a beta release is because you look at it and you say, you know, what I thought it was going to be is not necessarily what women wanted. So I am super appreciative of the women who jumped in and said, yeah, I'll be a part of this. But then, um, you know, have, have been patient. And but then having these one on one calls are like, this is really what I want. And I'll tell you, when you look, and uh, it's not a secret, but a lot of these communities are launching from what I'm experiencing and hearing. And this is what the women have told me. They're not necessarily looking for, you know, a community that has like this Netflix of courses you can create, right? Like, and I know Russell Brunson, I think had done that with ClickFunnels before 2.0 ever came out. But like FunnelFlix, they called it FunnelFlix. Most people I know are like, God, I don't need to learn more. I want a community. I want feedback. I want engagement. I want conversations. And so it's pretty interesting. Um, so I am going to be offering more email coaching one-on-one. I have two clients that I'm wrapping up with right now. And what I love, it's it's funny because, right, there's this desire and this goal in the marketing space for leverage where we want this passive income and less time. Well, the, the problem with that is unless you have enough data, here's a little story and I won't go sideways, but a friend of mine who was working with kind of a high ticket guru was, was and he stopped working with this person because the guru didn't want to have to do anything. It's like, here's all my... And I'm going to say crap because that's, I think, what the content was. It was so generic and so, so, um, I don't know, just it was crappy content. But the person had thrown a ton of money at ads and had a list and just kept churning out and selling. But they don't, it's this um, zero touch, high income for me approach. And doesn't work for me. It just doesn't work for me. I get fueled by connecting with people. And the beauty of doing the one-on-one coaching is that I get to customize it based on the person's goals and desires. So here's an example. The two gals that I'm working with, one is a therapist and she's really looking um, to getting thoughts and opinion stuff. So we're doing a whole Substack publication. The other gal is 
as more of a kind of a marketing agency and her own community. And I'm like, let's, let's nail this, your front end sequence. And, and what I do, I get in and I, I tend to drive the bus. So like I pull up the doc and I'm the one typing and writing and asking questions because that's how my brain works. And, and having, and speaking with both of these women, you know, my zone of genius is being able to pull little pieces out and, and the gal at the marketing agency and community, she is funny as shit. And so if you're listening to this, Jen, hat tip to you, because I think she's got this incredible personality. I'm like, you have got to come through in your writing more. I want to hear your voice more. Um, I would, I would be willing to put money that the second she does that, stuff's going to blow up even more for her. She's got a successful business and I think she can have more fun and with less effort, if that makes sense. And again, the goal being ease. Less effort does not mean we don't do the work. And I want to side note here, in that episode, excuse me, the blog article that I wrote on Medium about what Gen X women really want is wanting ease does not mean we don't want new experiences and growth and increased income and more, all of those things, right? There's kind of this perception that, well, if you want to slow down and be easy about it, all of a sudden you're lazy and you don't want more. That's not, that's not how it works. You know, the goal is to create a life you love doing work that fulfills you and solves problems and serves other people while growing and scaling at a pace that feels good, at a pace that feels like you get to be present. You get to, you know, when, when you're with people, you're not worried about, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. It's now, and, and to be able to get into deep work and get lost and not worry about it because you scheduled this day for you and you're not on a, a freaking schedule based on societal expectations. Okay. Uh, last thing with the coaching is the focus sessions. I think I need a new name. Um, but I've been doing these one-on-one sessions with people. And what I love about this is because for people who are stuck or they're, they need clarity, again, we map stuff out, we create a plan and it's completely catered to you based on the onboarding form that you filled out. You know, I go, I look at your website and I go through your stuff. And what's nice about this is sometimes you don't need a plan or you're not looking for ongoing. You're kind of thinking, get me going, let me going, let me implement, let me do the work and then I'll come back. So I love one-off sessions. Okay, um, we are winding down, but um, the email. So I, did I talk about this in the podcast last week? I don't know. But I am working on this move from ConvertKit to Beehive. Again, like I said, somebody let me know that Beehive is implementing a lot more features, which they've been, they're just prolific at at shipping. That was what I was looking for, shipping new stuff. Um, and as soon as I heard that, I'm like, that's it, I'm done. From the time I found Beehive, I wanted to use them as my email service provider, but they didn't have a lot of things. Here's the funny thing, you guys. I'm not using a lot of advanced segmentation or code snippets and liquid and all these different things that ConvertKit's capable of. I love the UI of Beehive. Um, and at first I had been hesitant because I felt like they were their priority was just for massive newsletter growth for people who wanted sponsorships. I'm going to be doing a live stream that will be converted to a podcast with Jason Resnick. And he has gotten some very interesting data through his own, uh, his own accounts and then sorting it and really looking at stuff about how ineffective, truly ineffective the quality of subscribers, well, how ineffective referral programs are right? And I guess it could be one thing. But if your goal is just to, to grow a newsletter of hundreds of thousands of people for sponsorship, then 
you can absolutely do that. But if you're, if you're publishing a newsletter for content that keeps people in your space, in your world, so that, so that, key being so that you can sell your own products and services, those are such different business models. So the referral programs, eh. you know, so first I was like, ah, Beehive seems so focused on that. And I'm like, nah, they're, they're running with it. And at the end of the day, I don't have loyalty to any platform. I have loyalty to myself and I want to use it. So this piece of email, this was a whole thing, you guys, that I'm going to document this process and do like an epic blog post with videos on moving from ConvertKit to Beehive. And you better believe I will be, this is the everything is content email I sent, right? Where it is, this becomes an asset. I'm going to test running paid traffic to this piece of content. And then the follow-up sequence is uh, will be monetized with an offer at the end of it for something relative to people who read this blog post, right? If someone is interested and they want to know how to do this move from ConvertKit to Beehive, and you guys, it's not just the tech, how to do this. I'm going to talk about the why and the how. And then I'm also going to talk about integrations, what I need this, what I need Beehive to do to work for me and my business. Um, so anyways, my goal though in this move also is to simplify automations and segments. You can keep it simple. You do not need to create, um, if, if your brain like me doesn't work with like massive advanced segmentations and massive personalization, like if that is not what works for you, it's okay. There is no right or wrong other than if you don't do what works for you, it's not going to work, period. That, that's my two cents. Um, my goal is to finish this by the first week in February. I will write the post on the whole moving um, the second week in February because I'm not going to share this publicly. I've shared that I'm working on it, um, but this is not a practice in public or a build in public where I'm showing each step of the way because if stuff doesn't work and and we all know what it's like with digital marketing. You touch one thing and it can be a domino effect where all of a sudden it's like, oh crap, now that broke. Now this isn't working or whatever. You know, so I've spent the last week going through and finding the priorities that I have for integrations. I have opt-ins in every single post by ConvertBox, which I love. And ConvertBox, the nice thing about doing this is that I can just simply switch the connection for the opt-in form through ConvertBox and will update across my site. But I needed to know that I could do this with Beehive be- because it's not an HTML. Anyways, there's a web, there's a website, a business called Integrately, which is very much like Zapier that does this. So that's that. And then I've got a couple other things. I just need to double check. Um, okay. So, and then I want to relaunch the newsletter I started titled Imperfect for Women. And there is a method to my madness with all of that. Clearly, I love writing you guys. I really, it, it's, I sort of process my life through writing. Um, so going to be doing that. Um, paid traffic. <laughs> I How many times did I tell you guys that that's my goal is to master paid traffic this year? I'm going to master what Laurel Portier teaches. Um, and I want to get my power content and offers up um, either the week of January 21st um, or the following week. But those will be up before the end of the month. The ads that I'm going to be creating are for everything is content and then coaching. And the goal with the coaching is to get into get people into my DMs where we just have a conversation. You guys, I don't have a sales process. I don't have a script. Um, I want to have conversations with people. And if I feel that I can help them and we're a good fit, then I'll make an offer. Um, If not, and I just do three months at a time. Uh, So if you're interested, reach out. All right. And so here are where I land. Here's here. Here are where did you like that? Here is where I landed 
with my priorities here. And the first one is to get the site moved on. This has been hanging over my head. It is time. I love the way the new site looks. And I can always go in and update pages. So for the time being, I'm going to make sure, which with Cadence, it's easy. All my brand colors are there. It's just get the right copy in and do the minimum viable launch with the pages you have and you need. Like It doesn't need to launch with all these other things right now, but I have to keep myself on task. So getting the site moved. The second one is get these ads running. And this is a $5 a day ad strategy, you guys. And I cannot recommend her enough. I talked about her a couple months ago. But and she's also got a book that is not anywhere near where I can hand it to you. Go to Amazon and search Laurel Portier and it's P-O-R-T-I-E. Um and we'll walk you step by step through getting started. But her monthly Facebook her monthly Facebook, her monthly ads training program is seven dollars a month, you guys. It's phenomenal what she does in there. So the second one, remember priority is what we're talking about. The site move, get the ads running. And then last one is promote the coaching. I will start just sharing it everywhere. I want to get into conversations with people. Um, Six to 10 is probably the max. Six would probably be my preference. Um, I'm winding down these last two. So, you know, that's the priority. And if you look at the blog post and you see this massive brain dump and all this stuff that I just sort of verbally vomited, um, it's a lot of work and it's ongoing, right? We get it that there isn't this, you don't, there's no complete, there's no stuff being done ever is how I feel with with digital marketing. Because as soon as you complete a project, then it's like, what do we do with that? And what then we do the data and there's there's just, it's ongoing. So I've, ex- I've accepted that. But a lot of this stuff, like when the site's done, it's done. When the ads are up and running, then it's evaluating. You know, coaching, it's a, and the nice thing, excuse me, that I like about coaching is it's like, put the offer out, pull it back when you're full. And so it's not a matter of like this constant overwhelm. Um, and all of these things are ongoing. Content is ongoing. What I love to get to the point, here, here's my secret wish, plan, goal, I don't know what you'd call it, but that these ads get running to the point that by the end of the year, I simply create the content I enjoy, someone else takes over social entirely for me, beyond engaging. You know, I know social works, you guys, it's just not my happy place other than like having fun talking to people I know. But I don't know. I don't love doing social media. Um, but here's the cool thing is these three priorities relate directly or in the case of the website move, they, they, which is indirect, but they all relate to cash flow. You know, because my content production is back up and on a consistent schedule, Okay, this this podcast was a little rough this week, but um and with organic promotion, you know, I don't that's kind of becoming this process. So I'm finding a better way to manage and run my schedule. I need a lot of white space in my week. But this all comes back to, you know, I've talked so many times about my rule of three, which is my journaling, right? Every day I have three priorities. And I can tell you right now. So re-recording this podcast is one. I have a call with a friend later this afternoon. And this is a friend with an online business who is a dear close friend. Um, and we just, she's killing it. She is just killing it. I got to get her back on the podcast, Maritza Para. And um, yeah, and then I would like to get some social scheduled. So it's simple. And it, it's, I'm recording this on a Friday and I've got some other stuff around the house that I want to do. But, um, you know, I know what my schedule and life needs to look like for me. So keeping it simple is so important. So picking these three priorities, 
Um, all of this stemmed from feeling this avoidance, just being in the space of, and don't get me wrong, guys, there are plenty of Sundays where I'm like, girl, it's Sunday. You do not have to work today. And it's because I love what I do. And there's something that I love about a Sunday that helps me get ahead of the week that feels like a gift to myself. So unless I have some fun social plans or something to really, you know, where I'm going to go do something, it doesn't bother me at all. Like I, I like it. And I spend a lot of time, you guys, I allow myself time in the morning to have my coffee and, uh, you know, I have newsletters that I read. I curate stuff for, for my newsletter. Um, I like easing into my day. I do my journal and I do a meditation. It's, it's not some crazy morning routine. I've been setting my alarm a little bit. Um, but for the most part, I don't usually set an alarm and I, everything feels really good. Everything feels really good. And so when you find yourself in avoidance of doing something, there's a payoff there, right? There's always a reason. So I was avoiding it because I felt overwhelmed. And so the payoff was to not feel overwhelmed. And when I realized that it wasn't about creating some master plan, and it was more about just get everything out of your head. You know, my therapist does with me a lot. And because we've worked together for so long, um, I've, I've kind of become this, like, I love getting the gold star from her. Remember that guys in school where you would get a gold star on your paper when it was really good. And just that quote unquote, good girl thing runs deep within me. And at the same time, I also want to not care. You know what I mean? But I want to have the right answer. So there are times she'll say to me, just don't judge, don't pre-qualify, just get it out, get it out. And so I know how freeing that is when I do it verbally. And I'm like, get it out of your head. And then to say to myself, Kim, you don't need more to do. You need to prioritize. And then, and I haven't hit this piece yet, guys, is going through that list and saying, what can I eliminate? Or what is not a priority? What is not a priority? Like take the all the courses in high level, get one done. I mean, meaning the follow-up sequence, the courses are in there, get one follow-up sequence done, test all the checkout automations, does the login come in, blah, 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 get it done. And so that really is it was hugely freeing. And I felt like I gave myself a gift when I took the time to say, okay, none of this is working. So I'm going to go do something different. And I, there's a spiritual teacher. I listen to Abraham Hicks a lot. And it's always like, go do something different. Take a nap, read a book, go to a movie, right? That's what they say. And so for me, oftentimes, depending on my energy level, but if I just physically go do something, it could be you know, doing laundry, vacuuming the carpet, taking the dog for a walk, going outside to play ball with her. It doesn't matter. But obviously there's science, right? Like the oxytocin, the endorphins get going. Physically doing something makes me feel like I am doing something. I also like to do nothing, but really lean into when you're, when you find yourself avoiding stuff, get away from it for a little bit just get away from it, you know, and I get it that there's deadlines and those types of things. But for the most part, there's nothing that is so, you know, you're not in the middle of brain surgery, right? If you're not in the middle of brain surgery, you can take 30 minutes to, to breathe, to, to pivot your energy, to find something else and ask yourself, can this wait till tomorrow? And another saying that I love a friend of mine, that's not a today problem, you know, so really prioritize what things need to look like for you. And for me, getting the cash flow back to where I want is my priority because I've got this move now planned. And so it's like, okay. And obviously, you know, I had hauled a lot of stuff down to Costa Rica before. 
I've got to replace a lot of that stuff. I'm going to have to buy a car. All those things. It's like, all right, let's build all that back up. Let's create some breathing room. And last thing, I'm going to leave you with this. Here's the crazy thing that happened when I did this, when I gave myself this space is when I had this little epiphany of, wait a minute, this is what you need to do. And so I, I didn't do it that day for starters. I did it the next day, but I got this massive inspirational hit of doing this five email series about everything is content. And I've gotten such incredible feedback for it. And so it, it's um, minus the day that the newsletter went out. I've got one more to write. And it has just lit this whole new fire in me about how I'm doing my content, what this looks like, what I do with this, because now this will become another quote unquote epic blog post on my site. I'll test driving traffic to it. I'll have an opt-in for the, I mean, it was, and it was inspiration and it was, and it just flowed. So you have to find that level of trust in yourself to say, what I'm doing isn't working. Why don't I try something different? On that note, guys, that's all I've got for you today. Uh, again, sorry, this was a little late. Um, and yeah, just just be gentle, be kind to yourself. <clears throat> there is no done. We're never done is how it feels for me. Um, so you have to find a way to make that work for you. So I love you tons. As always, thank you for listening. If you've not done it, I'd love a five-star review in Apple Podcasts if this resonates with you. And uh, yeah, it really does help the show get discovered. If you've not subscribed to the newsletter, go to kimdoyle.com forward slash the spark and shows up every Thursday in your inbox. You guys, I'm at 167 issues, 167 weeks, never miss one. Pat myself on the back. All right, guys, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening, and I will catch you next week. 